0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Sobertown. I am King 13, your host, and I am going to be driving the train today into the wonderful world of sobriety. And here at SoberTownPodcast.com, we are like a complete resource for you. You can now, after you finish listening to the wonderful podcast that I'm going to present to you today, and hopefully, um, you know, you're going to learn a lot from it, you can just take a look afterwards and go around. There are a lot of people from the I Am Sober community that I belong to It's a free app you can download and it counts your days and you can post and you have people in the same time frame as you that you can communicate with. So that's really handy and you can get support through Zooms that we do and other things that are available there. There's just so much out there. So and today my guest is a young lady who I have met through the I Am Sober community and we're going to talk today just about pink cloud and positivity. So Lucy, welcome. How are you?
1: Hi, hello. I'm good. How are you, Debs?
0: I am very well, and I want to thank you for joining me because, from the moment I set eyes on you, you were another yet yeah, young, impressive woman uh, out here independently, just living your life, do, just doing great guns, and then handling sobriety at the same time. And you and I were chatting, so you tell us what we tell the audience what we were chatting about and how we got to this point of this topic.
1: Yeah, so um I guess I've I've had a bit of thinking lately. You know, I've I've loved being a part of the community and and you know going on the Zoom meetings and meeting everyone. Um and recently I just kind of I was thinking about, well, how I wanted to like if I were to host a meeting or to do a podcast, I kind of wanted to shine a bit of light on on people that are going through sobriety but not necessarily struggling with it. Um, Because, of course, you know, we offer a lot of support for people that um, like that need help or need support or need, you know, someone to talk to, um, Mm -hmm. which is which is absolutely great. And and sometimes I just, you know, if I'm being totally honest, sometimes I just can't really relate to some stories or some feelings. So. I had a chat with a couple of the people, you know, on the meetings and and um and yeah, I thought it would be an interesting point of view to have or maybe you know to talk about positive stuff in sobriety, like for people that are not so much struggling but thriving on sobriety and and how it changed our lives, how it impacted our day-to-day life. Uh, because I always see it as a superpower. (laughs) So I thought it could be an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, look,
0: and do you want to just go back a little bit and tell the listeners maybe a little bit about um,
1: your drinking history and how you came to even come to the app? Sure. Um, Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, I guess some people can tell it from my accent. I'm from France. So I grew up in France, you know, with the culture of wine and cigarettes and all that stuff. And, and, you know, I, as when I was younger, I knew that I kind of had an issue because I just couldn't stop. I could never just drink one drink. So that was at a very young age. That was always on the back of my mind that at some point I might need to, you know, um, kind of, uh, question my habits. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. and, and then I've, I've had a very like nice life. I studied in university. I went traveling around the world for a couple of years. And uh, now my base is in Key West in Florida. Yep. Um, and recently, the past two years have been uh, really hard for me. I've had to deal with uh, death and, um, uh, you know, cancer diseases in the family and i have a very complicated relationship with uh, my mother which is a whole other topic in itself but basically it kind of led me to a bad episode of depression um in 20 i guess 2021 2020 yeah 2021 was the that bad year of depression um and i just found myself you know medicating with alcohol and it it got kind of out of control so um, so then I, I started really questioning it, but I needed to get out of that toxic relationship with my mother in order to become sober. So I had kind of this different approach to it where I needed to deal with my depression and deal with the issues that I had, and then I could get sober. Uh, and then everything has been great ever since. Cause you know, I took away that <laughs> part of my life that, uh, That was giving me all these, uh, bad, you know, vibes, emotions and, and all these, uh, trauma. And, uh, and then after that, you know, being sober has been easy, I guess, because I didn't need to self-medicate anymore. Um, however, I did take a step back and, and realize that in ever since I started drinking when I was maybe 15 years old, like my first experience was not a good one. Um, a lot of the times I would be drinking, I would never know when to stop. I always, always woke up feeling very shameful. I would never, I could never enjoy the next day. Like I always associated alcohol with shame, which always, I was very confused about that before. Um, didn't understand. Now I totally get it. <laughs> now that we talk about it in the meetings and stuff, like I, I yeah. I, I get what it, what it does to you. Um, mm-hmm. I was also very impressed of how all of my life I've been struggling with anxiety and, you know, like panic attacks and depression. And I thought that that was just a part of my life. And now that I'm sober, I have learned that, no, it was alcohol was nourishing my anxiety. And I'm proud to say that I have I'm no longer anxious now that I'm sober. So, yeah, it's very a lot of things, you know, have been um like realizations lately. So it, it's pretty fun. <laughs> It is
0: pretty fun because I, like you, was crippled with anxiety and, you know, the depression had run, run in the female side of the family and I think to some point, well, I know there was alcoholism on the, the male side um, and, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because now I don't suffer. I'm so free of all that. And I think that I had a really, really bad sort of attack just before. I think that's what changed it for me. I thought I can't live like this anymore. I didn't even want to leave the house. Mm -hmm. You know, I would rather stay home and drink. I don't know. Was it like that for you or because it doesn't seem like I, I'm a little different to you. I, you know, hit 18 and was party, party, party. Um, you're young. You are only what, 28 yeah and how many you're at what 70 I just saw you before 71 days 70 days today yeah 70 days 70 yeah 71 tomorrow yeah okay right and so are you do you have any expectations of what like how it's going to be moving forward for you because that pink cloud's a beautiful place to be and I loved it
1: yeah. So, well, if I'm being completely honest, I, I I have a feeling it's never gonna leave me.
0: Okay, I <laughs> know that's um,
1: good. Yeah, just because. There, so the reasons that I was drinking before were were things that I'm, how to say, like I'm kind of. I have resolved now. Yeah. So yeah. that's the main thing. Like all, all the, all the misery I was feeling, all the, the doubts I had about myself, the insecurities, the lack of love, everything has been, I mean, you know, I I just hope <laughs> my mom doesn't listen to this podcast, but I'm really sure she won't, but it, it was all coming from her. I, I, she's ruined my, me and my brother's life for a long time. And it was very hard to realize that, you know, we needed to cut her off because it's very it's hard you know doing that to your parents but
0: mm-hmm.
1: now that that's done I, I there is absolutely <coughs> nothing in my life today that is triggering sure. to me but uh that being said I I'm very aware that it might go away so I don't want to be too confident and that's one of the reasons why I like to go to these um these I am sober meetings because I want to you know learn from other people's experiences maybe kind of uh, see what could happen to me at some point and be prepared. Uh, I always think about the worst case scenario like what, what would happen if, if this happened? Like what would I do if this happened? And, and like trying to always like have a plan A on on like okay this is my you know my action plan and I will like drinking is no longer an option here like it's just never gonna be an option for mm-hmm. me anymore I mm-hmm. I'm very like aware of that and I'm not sad about it that's the thing like I don't think that has I don't know if that's the pink cloud like I really don't miss it mm. I'm glad that part is over of my life and I don't want to relive it it's it as I said like it's not just oh I'm not having any hangovers. I've grown to a potential only in 70 days that is astonishing to me. And so I cannot wait to see what the future holds. Um, so I'm being very optimistic. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to stay in that state. But in case it's not the case, I know that I have a great support group, which I could go talk to and, and deal with these emotions at the time. Um, and just, you know, put it in my brain that it's alcohol is just no longer an option at all for me. Yeah, and look, and that's exactly right. You know, the difference is you've got to want
0: it and you've got to want it more than anything else in your life, and you have to make it the priority. Um, and only you can decide that, you know. Yeah, um, I do agree with you. I mean, I was in, and look, I'm not sure that it is the pink lab for you, and I'm not one to don't, I'm not a professional <laughs> listener. I mean, I only I know Lucy just from seeing her and, and chatting to her, and from what I've experienced, and I'm at 471 days today, so. 16 months next week but from that I was going really really well too and I felt at one point like is this right am I you know like something's got to give because I'm feeling so good and then I realized that maybe I was just feeling so bad before that I was so relieved to be feeling anything other than that and you know the body and the mind we talked about it it does it unfolds very quickly and you know, you do start to see things in color and not gray. And as I always say, you live life in high definition in in sobriety and you start to notice things and things become the clarity that you have is totally different. I had fog brain for a very long time. I still think sometimes now I have it. Did you have that at all?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's why, like, I don't know. I'm so grateful for, for, like, as you said, the clarity that I have today. Mm-hmm. And as I, I'm like just super surprised at all the power that I have now in my everyday life. Because as you said, I think that I've been for years, I've had this cloud over my head too. And I always had these ideas and expectations, but I could never like act on anything because I was too preoccupied, like I was too occupied being hangover basically. Um, and so I did have that. And and now seeing how much everything is easier. Dealing with my emotions is easier. Talking to people is easier. Um, and that's another thing. Like, I'm very proud of the sobriety. I'm not hiding it. Like, I'm talking to it very open, like talking about it to people very openly. Like, it's, you know, I wear it as a crown. It's my superpower. And so, I don't know. It's just I've gained so much. I could never... I, I couldn't like I couldn't understand if I grab a drink the next like tomorrow you know and for for what you know for for what because that's the other thing like I was never a party drinker I I didn't really go out I didn't really Mm. go to parties I would really I was just miserable I was at this time in my life where I was miserable I didn't know where I was going alcohol did not give me like it wasn't allowing me to have clarity to to see the path I had to go through. So it's just in this constant cloud being miserable and, and not knowing how to deal with my family issues and stuff. And, and so I don't know now that I'm sober, I'm like, why would I ever want to go back there? <laughs> why would I ever want to go over my head? Like, because as I, as I said, it's not really been a struggle. Like if I decide to grab a, a drink tomorrow, it's really just because I want to self-destruct and fuck up, you know, it's, it's never going to be because of a craving. Cause I, I know that deep down, every time I drink, it was not, I don't know how to say it's very, it's tricky. Like I wasn't enjoying it. I was just trying to like go pass out, go to sleep because I didn't see what was on the other side. I I, I couldn't even think about what could be on the other side. What would clarity look like? What would be like achieving all of my goals look like? I didn't think that was a possibility. So now that it happened, I'm like, there is no way (laughs) I am like you know flushing this down the toilet no 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 like there's Mm. no way because Mm. it's I'm so in love with like this this you know the the mindset that I'm in and what I've been able to do that I don't know I'm just very confident that this is what I want to do and so I don't know if it's a pink cloud I've I've never heard that term before it kind of popped up in a couple of the meetings people telling me to be cautious which I, I totally get it and I am but I, I don't know if I would, you know, define this as a pink cloud because if it is, it's, it's been a really long one too. so
0: <laughs> Yeah, and mine went, I think mine, to be honest with you, mine stayed with me till about six or seven months. Okay, yeah. And I, I, I felt almost guilty for it being so good, but it, it wasn't good. I can tell you in the first three months when I was on my own trying to remain sober, it was only when I got connected to Zoom's and I started meeting people and I just started turning up to every Zoom. I was so, like everyone, you know, so overwhelmed and a bit intimidated and all who were these people and thinking it was going to be, oh, do well, you know what it was going to be actually. But, you know, we all think the worst, don't we? Because that was the frame of mind I was in back then. I was negative. And um, how was I going to get sober? It was an impossibility. And how were these people over a screen going to possibly help me? Well, guess what? <laughs> Yeah, that's what worked you know and getting and like you said you're in love with sobriety I'm a bit obsessed with it too it's a 24-7 full-time job you know I'm on the phone at 11, 5, 3 in the morning it doesn't matter texting you know our founder is a um, truck driver and so if I can't sleep I'm you know telling him what's going on and what's coming up but and and you do and I do treat it like my career I mean I had a a career in advertising and media and sales and this is the same sort of thing. You know, I look for people like yourself to come and share because there are so many people out there that are on their own like I was. And, you know, I say it almost every podcast. It is awful when you feel like there is no help out there and you don't know where to turn. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm proud to say with I am, um, the I am sober app, um, they actually uh, did a poll and the top five podcasts now the top five podcasts over podcast sites uh we came in at number two which is terrific because oh wow Sobertown, yeah Sobertown podcast um because it's got so many things you know that, that go into it now we're doing facebook zooms as well we've just launched them and we've got a facebook page i mean the growth has been exponential we've got over 200 episodes you know so Listeners, there is so much out there for you and to listen to people like Lucy, but Lucy's terrific because I love the positivity to show you that every person, you know, you could listen to five podcasts and you're going to see such an array of difference, but there are some common, some common, you know, denominators as well. But yeah, my pink cloud lasted for a long time, so you know, ride yeah. ride it as long as you can. But also, you didn't drink for the amount of years that that I did. So you know, I I don't know for you if that's it or whether it's just your positivity. You're very determined. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I think attitudes everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I I don't know. It's I I know that alcohol is very different, and I can't like necessarily compare it, like to a diet, for example, because like it's an addiction. Um, although I I think I had a use disorder, I don't I would I don't think I would be comfortable qualifying myself as an addict because I just can't relate to like what actual like what to the definition basically. But what what whatever I decided to do in my life, like when I went plant-based it was just easy because I was like, Oh, like, this is what I want to do. This is better for me. This is better for the environment. This is, and then I don't know, everything is easy. And with alcohol, like I've been trying, you know, I've been doing breaks for two weeks, like every now and then uh, at the time when I was drinking and it all came from a conversation I had with, uh, with a girl that was like, well, why wouldn't you do one month, you know, like I'm doing longer. And I was so surprised that I was sitting next to somebody that was also staying sober, that she inspired me to go longer. And then I got on the app just to count my days. And then I discovered the community and the meetings have been wonderful because it, it you know, gives you like accountability and responsibility. Yeah. So, and then it's great because, you know, everybody's so kind and it kind of feels like, you know, everybody's your friend and you just go there to chit chat at some point. Um But it just gives you this extra accountability that for me, I guess, that was this extra push forward. And now that I've been a couple, like, you know, like over two months in my sobriety, I'm like, it, it's, it's giving me everything that I ever wanted. Like, I've always wanted to live a healthy life, to do like intermittent fasting, to wake up at sunrise, to feel good. I've always wanted that. But I was in this fog because I was drinking before. So now that the fog is gone, I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. And somebody had a great uh, expression on, in one of the meetings where they would say, like, sobriety is just a gift that keeps on giving, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so It they, is. Yeah. It is. And they say, too, you know, that um,
0: sobriety delivers what alcohol promised.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know I think there's a lot of you know misinformation and a lot of things that I was not educated about uh, in alcohol if I'd known that alcohol was creating my anxiety I think I would have stopped drinking a long time ago that's also the other thing where I think I'm it's it's not exactly a pink cloud is because it's not just me feeling better is, is me like educating myself and understanding that all the reasons why I was feeling so, so bad were also because of alcohol. And I had no idea. I did not know what this fog was. Cause I've only known that, you know, I've never known like being sober uh for longer than two weeks and just craving the time where I could actually go and have a drink. But and so it's the longer you go the more you start learning things and you the the meetings has again has been really great because um everybody has their own input everybody uh, teaches you something as well and the more i learn, the more i'm like well, this is just in my case, it's poison. Like why, you know, I quit cigarettes. I quit, I quit eating meats. Like I'm drinking spring water. Like why would I drink alcohol? <laughs> it's just I was gonna, so in I line guess. with the rest of my
0: lifestyle, you know? <laughs> okay. So what do you, what do you enjoy now? What are the things that bring you joy? If you don't have, you know, you're cutting all these things out. What have you included for Lucy?
1: Um, Well, I'm gonna do my little shameless plug here. <laughs> so um,
0: I know that's why I asked. <laughs> oh,
1: Deb, you're so great. <laughs> so um, when I got sober, I, I well, so I got also uh, when I got sober, I realized how fat I've become. <laughs> that was something else. the The weight gain was real. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, yeah, I, I, I got sober and I decided to try intermittent fasting, and so I, I started to get into juicing um and so that has brought me a lot of happiness to just create my for myself a nice routine where i wake up at sunrise i have just a black coffee and then i have my juice you know like fresh cold pressed juices um then i go and i walk the dog i spend a lot of time outside i created this whole like vegetable garden at my house and all, I don't know. I think deep, deep down, I really always wanted to be this kind of hippie girl. <laughs> so <laughs> now I am. I'm yeah. so proud. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I just uh, thought, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I'm very good at like trying to make money out of things that I like. So I decided to launch a new business um, out of this lifestyle. So promoting sobriety, promoting a healthy living. And so I started a juice bar here in Key West. Um, and that's just bring me a lot of joy too. to kind of take something that I love, take something that I'm passionate about, something new and kind of build it to be something a bit bigger and be able to share um, with other people here. So especially in Key West because the drinking culture is heavy here. <laughs> uh, yes, and, and, and for those listeners, I'm just up the road in Miami. So
0: between us, there's probably not an alcohol-free bar in sight. But I think it's beautiful that you're doing that and you're out in the community and meeting the people down there. You know, you're making them healthy. It's all homemade. And you've, been, you've actually inspired me because now my favourite drink, I'm actually, and I've got arthritic hands, which are not the best, so, but I've ha- I'm hand squeezing um, man- beautiful mandarins, grapefruit, and I'm mixing it together. And I have that, and then some orange juice. And I mix the three together, and I actually have that in the morning now with coffee because you have inspired me. And I try and do that until 12 o'clock because I like you. I mean, sobriety, I just got the sugar thing, and I love my chips and my ice creams. And so, yes. But it's still a lot better than drinking because we look better, our eyes are clearer, our skin is better, our hair is shinier. There's just so many benefits that come so quickly, isn't there? I mean, you look fabulous. I mean, you—I—I'm I, looking at it, you know, the photo of you on the screen, and it's like you were thinner, and so was I. But it's okay because <laughs> you look beautiful. But you look beautiful as you are, you know. Renoir said, you know, he said you know, he loved women, women who were. Well fed, we're, we're considered quite, you know, royalty in the day. <laughs> mm. That's what I'll go with anyway.
1: Yeah, but no, it's it's been great, and it's it's really nice to you know, like cherish kind of not drinking, cherish the fact that now you have time to actually make yourself some nice tea, some juices, and knowing that every, like that was something that always was important to me. Like knowing that everything that I put inside my body is serving a purpose and is good Mm -hmm. for me. And I've, I've always, always loved this. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's a shame that it took me so long to quit alcohol, but I guess it's just the way it needed to be. So I'm going to be at peace with that. But, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: But now yeah. I feel
1: like th- this because I used to be a cigarette smoker for a very long time. So when I quit smoking, that was a big deal for me. And I was like, Oh, the next wall that I need to break is the alcohol thing. And I never thought that I actually be able to do it uh, until I did it. So. <laughs> You know, interestingly enough, is your mom still in France or is she here in the States? Uh, No, she's in. I I believe she's in France right now, but um, yeah, I've gone no contact for a while. So,
0: oh, but I'm just wondering. You you know, they're still drinking and smoking, like you said, it's their culture. What are the? Do you know have any idea about how like the stats and is it changing there or they just go carry on as normal and? You know, um, I'm in Australia, I mean, it's just, like you said, the promotion and being someone in advertising, they get more creative every year. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are they going to run out of things to, you know, stick a stubby or a, a, a beer holder can. Thing, you know, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, you get something to do with alcohol. I was at the Tennessee or Miami Open and it was, you know, sponsored by some tequila and Heineken and God bless them. But that's it. It's big money. And um, yeah, it's going to be a, yeah. a long, hard
1: battle. I feel like in France, it's a bit different. So I lived in the States for a while and I've lived in Australia for a year as well. I know that in both those countries, you um, like I feel like binge drinking is a huge thing it's not Mm -hmm. just about drinking it's about like drinking heaps of beers and fast and I mean I Mm -hmm. even had a roommate back in Australia that would just like come back home and and just like pour vodka in water like like if it was wine you know and that's something that I never I I don't know I couldn't understand it so in in France for example it's not that much about so there is binge drinking for sure but I feel like there's kind of this culture of. you know, wine and enjoyment and, you know, you have your fancy glass and you drink slowly and it has to be good wine or good beers and go to breweries. So it's a bit different. Um It doesn't mean that people drink less because I, for me, I feel like it's kind of an excuse to just get drunk, but like, don't feel like uh sloppy or something. I don't know, but I've I known just like- that... I, was say, I just look classy at doing it <laughs> yeah I, I, I truly believe that that's a big reason because I know a lot of drunk people in France that are just like oh yeah but this is like you know a hundred dollar bottle of wine so it's okay and I used to be the same like the, mm-hmm. the stuff that I would drink I would never drink vodka like no 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 if I drink beer or wine or 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 because I, I didn't like hard spirits that much but I would like want to go to the local brewery and have something nice and buy Buy only French wines and cost me a lot of money because that kind of gave me the illusion that, Oh, I'm, I'm not just a drunk, you know, <laughs> I'm a fancy lady here. Um, but of course it's all entirely false. Cause in the end, like you do end up drinking your wine alone in your room, you know, being miserable. <laughs> so no, no matter what the label, it's still the same pain you're putting to yourself. So then, I was just going to say, Lucy,
0: it's like a sheep in wolf's clothing. It's yeah. all at the end of the day, no matter what what coat it wears, you know what I mean? Well, yeah,
1: it's <laughs> just everybody has their own poison, you know, everybody has their own preferences. Mm-hmm. Some people like to have like a, a huge buzz really fast or some people have mm-hmm. more tolerance. Mm-hmm. so i get it but so in in france i don't see that much like hard liquors drink uh, binge drinking but it's more like oh yeah like oh i'm i'm drinking fancy wines but i've known that um apparently during covid the alcohol consumption have been uh, much lower so people did do a lot of uh, dry months you know during covid uh which was not the case for me <laughs> my alcohol
0: I I don't hear that at all in this country at all every american and and even me living here said that was when i gave up because the clock didn't you know the clock was sort of like yeah
1: right <laughs> I'm yeah. at home yeah yeah exactly it's like oh and it's like oh here oh it, it's like chaos outside like this is a a very oh. bad time, so that's another excuse to drink a lot, you know, yeah, like and then gonna judge me if I drink now. <laughs> and and everyone else is probably doing it too. So yeah, mm-hmm. all my friends yeah. are doing it.
0: Everybody I was talking to people in different countries that were just, you know, saying, Oh yeah, you know, just, yeah, you know, well, we know how that went and so anyway, and you know, and it's like saying, Yes, we all wish we could go back, we can't, but we're doing the thing for now and we're giving back even just sharing, you know, this because as I said to you, you know, and I don't want you to feel bad for feeling good because I did, and and I and I wouldn't say anything and I wouldn't share because it was like, is she bragging? Like, or is she just pretending? Yeah. Like, is she for real? But that's just my mind. I can't predict what. Any, now I know that I've done more research and education. I can't predict what somebody else is thinking, and n- never should I assume, you know, that that that's what they are. And I know that even with, um, you know, my, I was having this conversation before with somebody where they said, "Ah, uh, you know, my husband always <laughs> says that he thinks you know, I know he knows what I'm going to say before I say it or how I'm going to react, so he doesn't tell me." And they, should, you know, we, we do that, don't we?
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I totally, I totally get it though, because I'm, I'm exactly at that point I think in my journey where. I, I, f- I feel sometimes like I'm out of place in the meetings. Cause as I said, like, I don't feel at all like I'm an addict. I am just extremely happy to be here and to like just live life. And, and sometimes, you know, it, we, we all share the positivity and sometimes people are going through things and, and that's okay. And I'm here to support, but I've been these past days going through a moment and I'm only sharing this because I'm guessing maybe other people can relate to my situation, but it's hard sometimes where you kind of want to participate in the meetings, but you feel out of place and you feel like you can't talk because you don't want to be bragging. And like, somebody's having a really shitty day and then they're like, and how are you going Lucy? And I'm not going to be like, Oh, I'm fantastic today. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's, it's been a bit tricky lately because I'm, I'm trying to like navigate through just, I guess other people's stuff and trying to be there, but without, um, absorbing all of the pain as well because i'm really good at that like i'm a sponge when it comes to emotions. so that that's the tricky part i think now in my sobriety is to still be here still be active and still be like try to help people or learn from people as well um but kind of finding a balance because i i feel sometimes like i'm just I have no business being here and I, I don't know. I feel like a fraud, you know what I mean? I feel like oh I'm not a real drunk or something like, and it's, it's been weird, but uh, I've had a nice talk today with some of the ladies and they were like, oh no, we need you here. Like we, we love having you here and your energy, you know? So that was, that was fun. <laughs> I'll keep coming. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, here's the thing you've um, decided long-term that you don't want to drink whatever again. Is that what you've decided? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's done for you. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and with the things that you normally decide, do you find that, cause you seem like a very strong minded lady. Do you usually just follow through?
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm pretty confident about it because like Mm -hmm. every time I said, oh, I'm done with this, I quit. Then I'm done with this and I quit. Mm -hmm. Or if I say like, oh, like I quit my job. Like when I decided to like be an entrepreneur, I was like, I decided to quit my job. The next day I quit my job. If I want to do a business or something, I decide I want to do the business the next day I'm doing it. Like I don't leave a lot of wiggle room to, to doubt and to overthink things like this. Like if I have, something that I want to do, I just go ahead and I do it and I stick to it. Um, and that happened when I stopped eating meat. Uh, that's happened when I stopped eating sugar, when I uh, stopped cigarettes. So I know that alcohol is something very different. I'm not trying to put it in the same category, although we can discuss it because sugar is a pretty bad one too. Um, but Yeah, usually like if I'm, if I'm over something, I'm over something, like even with relationships, if I'm over a a guy, like, then we're done and I'm not talking to you. And just like with my mom, you know, so I'm, I sometimes it takes time for me to make those decisions, but once they're made, I don't go back. And that has been a constant thing that's been in my life, like for ever since, I don't know, I could remember. So that's why I feel like this time is different because all the other time I tried getting sober, I, I wasn't trying getting sober. I was going on two weeks break. So of course mm-hmm. I was looking for the 14th day to start drinking again because my intention was never to quit drinking. It was just to right. go and give my, my liver a break. And this is the very first time where I'm like, okay, well, I'm done. And uh, it, as I said, it has given me so much great things that I could have never imagined that um, it was all worth it. Like I haven't had a bad day ever since, you know? <laughs> so.
0: No, yeah, and that's why I asked because before, and I was the same, I had only ever tried once before and I said, I'm going to have a break for a few months. And I did. And then I went back and then, poof. So I, having done that now, though, actually prepares me in the back of my brain to reflect on that if I ever you know wanted to do something because I understand and even many people have said it including Shiki that you you start again you're going to end up not only back where you were but worse eventually it's going Mm -hmm. to be it's not going to be good and I think well why would why would I want to poison myself again it's bad enough that you eat all those potato chips that you do (laughs) I'm channeling my mum I think but you know it's I don't know I've been to weddings that I've really enjoyed I've been to casinos I've seen bands I've been to the tennis I never would have done all that sitting in the chair in you know with humid Miami and I would have just had my wine and and watched a nice old 1940s movie for the afternoon you know Mm -hmm. or the night so yeah I do agree with you the benefits are terrific and don't feel guilty about feeling good I think positivity has a lot to do with it I think outlook is really really important Your want and your desire is just off the charts and your determination is also so you know I mean we trust each we trust sorry we do trust each other obviously in sobriety but Trusting yourself, like you said about making those decisions, I know the decisions I make today, like you said, have been thought out, <clears throat> and I've looked at both sides of the fence, and I'm less reactive. When I was drinking, I was impulsive. I would make decisions like that because being in sales, that's what you do. You're the best, you know, you're the best client in town because you make a quick decision. Because um, as a salespeople, you know, people procrastinating can drive you a bit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they just can't make up their mind even ever so yeah I mean it's interesting stuff isn't it but I'm I want to see how you progress and see how you go and I'm really interested to see how long this lasts because as I said mine lasted quite a long time
1: yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I mean I'm looking forward for uh, it's funny because at at the start I was when I saw, you know, on the app, like, oh, there's uh, like a milestone for six months. I'm like, am I, am I going to do this for six months? Like, really? Like, you don't, you don't trust yourself and you don't think it's possible. And then after a while, you're like, oh, I cannot wait for it to say like 10 years, you know? <laughs> Cause like, I, know. I feel like it's, mm. it changes a lot your, your perspective, like it's hard in the first days because you're kind of getting to know someone that you've never met before. You know, like you've, you've never, I've never met my, my sober self and like my inner hippie and 100% hippie that I, I always wanted to be. So it's scary to realize that it's actually possible. Even if it's a good thing, it's still very scary. So the more the time goes by, the more it seems achievable and the more it just seems normal. Like I wouldn't, I'm, I don't know. I I used to think it was impossible and now I wouldn't be surprised if I make it you know um but on coming back on something that you've said about thinking like why would I ever drink again you know um because of how like good you're doing now and how awful it was before I sometimes I never have doubts but sometimes that's my guilty pleasure I'll go to like the day zero on the app and just see what people say about it and I'm like oh yeah like that's a good reminder <laughs> cuz yeah. Nothing it's good effort. ever happens with alcohol. Like, it's crazy. Like, why would you even question having a drink, you know, like in if in reality you know it only brings bad things? It, it's never going to be a positive outcome. So it's yeah. so strange how it works on your brain. It's
0: fascinating. It is fascinating. And the thing is it gets back to, like you said, if you have issues that you need to sort out and you were drinking to self-medicate them, then they don't go anywhere and mm-hmm. they will Still stay there and I have learned one thing and I have to go through it. I also have thought, yeah, I've dealt with that and dealt with this and dealt with that. Things do come up again though, but that we just deal with it differently and we are getting to know ourselves. And they say, you know, you apparently, you know, your personality stops developing what when you start drinking. Or no wonder why I act like I'm 60 at the end of this year and I act like I'm 21 and I feel like it. <laughs> And, I'm, and sometimes I act like a 15-year-old with my husband. I realized it the other day. I thought you're acting like the way you used to speak to your father when you just resented him for not allowing you to do things because he was controlling you, you know, and you'd be screaming at him about it. And, oh, my Lordy Lord, I caught myself and I thought, wow, it is true. So I need to do some growing up. Whilst I'm extremely responsible and have been since a young age, um, it's quite different, but I quite like that playful young side, and I don't want to lose it. And I'm, I'm not going to. I don't think I could. I'm just who I am, you know?
1: Yeah, and, I mean, that's another thing that I wanted to kind of talk about is, like, so, uh, you know, apart from the, like, talking about positivity and sobriety is it's just for also another way to point out that, like, sobriety and talking about it, it doesn't have to be always about talking about struggles. Like, you could also talk about, like, um like how it you know you're like channeling your inner child and and stuff like that and recognizing it and embracing it you know and mm. and uh i lost my train of thought right there <laughs> and that friends uh, is uh, sobriety in action yeah <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me all the time it's so funny yeah it's, it's so just funny. i think sometimes i just have so many things on my there's mind there's so that much I get what i want to talk about <laughs>
0: It's beautiful because you have all these thoughts in your mind now and you do with them as you will to please yourself as you do and uh, and find out exactly what what you want is, you know, as I said, we've got to look at what we want now and uh, we've spent so much time, I think taking care of other people and pleasing other people and worrying about what other people want. Well, again, you know, when we watched that video on transformation today, I've seen you transform. I'm watching you and I love watching, (laughs) especially young people. I mean, we are 28 years of age. I'm nearly 60, and I look at you as such inspiration. And we we are seeing a lot more of younger people come through into these rooms, and it's just fantastic. It really yeah. is because you know, imagine where you go to. Well, I don't imagine we're going to be. You probably can't even imagine we're going to be at 60, but it's so far away. But it's a bit like when you start sobriety, you know, those 100 days are so far away. And six months, I'm like, how am I going to get to six months? I'm sitting at three days, you know. But mm. oh, somehow, just like we, we say when we enjoy things, life just goes by so quickly. Well, when yeah. you enjoy it, and I have tried to enjoy this, and I've tried to make it fun, and I've tried to embrace it and play music and have a sense of humor, as I always do through everything, and I have made it fun. And it has been okay, and sure, there's been really, really bad days, but as bad as they are, I've learned to feel them, feel them, cry, cry, you know, do whatever it takes. And then yeah. to reset, and you start again. It's just like starting again. And I always say a shower is like, you know, the beginning of a new day, even if you take one at night, you know, you brush all the cobwebs off and start again.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, we talk about it a lot already. Like, it's normal to have bad days. Like, it's not because you're having a yeah, bad day. It's question like your sobriety or something it's completely normal so Mm -hmm. i feel like that's another thing that i like is like the the more i mean for me in my experience the more the time passes by like the more this superpower of sobriety like gives you so much confidence (laughs) and sometimes i hear people like struggling with some sort of issue or relationship and they're like oh and lucy what would you do and i was i'm just like well i would say fuck everything like why is this even a problem you know Cause I feel like that's another thing it gave me. It's just, it, it gives you the confidence to really like know who you are and, and like set your boundaries and hold them firmly and just like be a badass. Cause now you're like, Oh, you know, I, I'm already a badass, but on top of that, I don't even drink. And for me, like, as I said, it's not something that's shameful. It's something like I always say, Oh, I'm better than you. <laughs> not in a bad way. You know, I'm joking, but it's just like it gives you a certain confidence and. And things just sort of get easier at some point. And I know that life is going to throw at me some more nasty, nasty stuff, you know, and I'm just ready for it. I'm not scared of it. I used to be scared of it. And I used to be scared that there was not not enough wine in my cupboard to get through it. (laughs) And now I'm just like, I know I can deal with a lot of stuff because I've been through a lot of shit in my life already and really, really bad things. So I'm whatever it is, I'm ready. (laughs) Because so so that's another thing. Uh, you know on top of like focusing on the positive uh, like outcomes of sobriety is kind of wearing it like as a badge of honor and like not being uh-huh. shameful like taking uh-huh. out the stigma around it and it and, and you don't need to have interest like you don't need to um be proud of being sober uh, sorry you don't need to be an addict to be proud of being sober is what i wanted to say like cuz in right. my case sometimes i i don't know where to stand because i don't feel like i was an alcoholic but it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Like you just need to do you, you know, and, and speak your truth and, and do whatever makes you happy. And and if you're embracing things that are healthy, then, then go for it. And we should never be shameful of being better versions of ourselves, you know, and that's some stuff that it it always it makes me sad when I hear people saying things like that and I'm just like, no, just just know that you're a queen <laughs> and these this doubts don't matter. Like you're living your best life and this is what's important really. And that's right, that's what's
0: important. You're absolutely right. Um it is important. So for the, the folks that are sort of 70 days and under, do you want to give them any advice about
1: just how they're gonna keep going? Um, yeah, I guess the main thing is that, um, don't be ashamed to show up on a zoom meeting because, um, the first one was terrifying for me. Cause I, I honestly thought this was alcoholics anonymous, like AA and I was so ashamed and I didn't know where to stand. Cause then again, I didn't know if I was an addict or not. Um, so it was very strange to go there, but it's the best thing that happened because in the end you meet friends, you get to learn a lot of things that, that, you know, you get to learn that, oh, there's books about sobriety. <laughs> it's just, it's, A very good resource to learn things about uh, sobriety, about yourself, about others, and it gives you this extra push that I think was really, really important for me. I I don't think I would have had the same. I mean, I'm sure I would not have the same experience at all if it weren't for this community. It would have been a very different journey. Um, But so yeah, like my my best advice would be like don't be afraid to, you know, communicate on the app and and go to the zooms because it's gonna be very very helpful because. In in my opinion, it, it makes sobriety fun. It doesn't need something. It doesn't need to be something that you're hiding. It doesn't need to be something that you're ashamed about. It could actually just be something really positive, where you meet awesome people and you have Zoom parties, you know, in the evening, and that's great. <laughs> so that, that's, that's my too. main like <laughs> advice. It's, it's just the best thing that I've I've um I've discovered really is this community. Yeah, look, and
0: I've lately, you know, I've been doing research and I've been going into different communities and I've done an exorbitant amount of Zooms in the last seven days, I told you. And it is interesting. Um, the I Am Sober, and they are unofficial Zooms that we do, they were just put together by members who got together and said, you know what, maybe we'll do Zooms and support each other. And, and what the interesting fact is they had they had just turned two years from doing these Zooms the other day and they had the original members from the first Zoom there, and 75%, I think, or two-thirds of them, I think, um, were actually still have remained sober. So that tells me, just like our Chef 56 says, um, you know, connection is the opposite of addiction. And all the clichés that he has told me, and I follow this man, he's like a wizard, he's actually a professor in real life, but he has guided you know, me to the right path, the, the serenity prayer and just simple things that you can apply that really matter and make a big difference. You know, it's a bit like, you know, with that um, that book about habits. You know, if you do that extra, just 5% a day, you know, it adds up to so much more at the end. And mm-hmm. that's how I used to, that's what I used to do with my targets and, you know, in my budgets and sales. I thought, well, that's my target, but I'm going to add another 10 or 20% and that's going to be my realistic. And And if I didn't make it, I was still ahead. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's all how we look at things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm really glad that you're doing really, really well, and I want you to stay connected, and I think that you and I should probably talk again, you know, when you hit your one year and, and even maybe at six months and see how you're going because mm-hmm. you know I'm going to keep That's going to be gonna interesting.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, but I've done that with quite a few. They tell their original story and then they come back, you know, several months later mm-hmm. and just see how it's changed. And it's good for the listeners and it's good for you too because we do change, we do transform, we just our, we get back to our thought, thought authentic selves. And like you said, maybe you're just a happy hippie just inside and that's what you want to do and have your vegetables and your beautiful dogs and your, and your business that's going to be successful with your juices and, you know, just blend into the Key West community. I mean, that yeah. sounds like a pretty good life
1: to me. <laughs> I feel like basically to sum it up, it's just like as if alcohol has been this thing that's been holding me back for a long time, and yeah, I had no idea. There so there so. you go. And to all those who are <laughs>
0: like myself, you know, we were actually functioning and achieving. Let me tell you, from my experience, for me, it'll only last so long. You know, you you need you need an enormous amount of energy to keep up. A perfect, you know, uh, just a perfect performance. While you know you're taking in alcohol, that's what I'm going to say because it wore me out. In the end, <laughs> I just pray for you. Yeah,
1: and I mean, I'm only, I'm only 28, but uh, I I I was very upset so many times because I had so many things on my planner, and I was like, I can't even do half of them. Like, how 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 am I gonna get to do all these jobs? You know, um, like for my clients and stuff. So. And now you you take away the alcohol, and hey, you do twice as much work, <laughs> so and it's, it's very surprising, and that's that's really something that I had no idea about, like I was not educated at all really to to the world of sobriety, so if I can help other people out there that are just you know s- sober curious, maybe just like me, that are just we're thinking about it for a while and and are looking for reasons to try it out, even if if it's for only a month, then Great, because <laughs> uh it's surprising what it's going to do to your sobriety. Like you're, you're not expecting it, but uh it's going to keep on giving, really.
0: And that's the thing, set small goals. Again, you might say, just like Lucy did, you know, you're going to start maybe just doing it even for a week, even for a few days. Just set your own little goals. And as I said, if you do that little bit extra and just get into the next day, it's one day better than you didn't have. And that's where I like to think. If people do partake and and slip up, that's part of the journey. It's okay. Just get back on the horse, get back on the wagon. And the thing about the Zooms and this community and Sobertown and the I Am Sober community and everything else is we're always there. I'm seeing people come back that I have not seen in six and seven months. I've seen them today in Zooms. And it's just terrific, and it's like coming home. So if you want a sober home, there are plenty there, and certainly we can provide one for you here at Sobertown podcast.com so i just want to thank you lucy and as i said i hope you come back and join me again um you are an inspiration you're a very determined <laughs> lady i believe yeah. in you and well, um thank you know, so
1: much and uh, and again like I, I wish for more listeners to come and say hello on the zoom meetings because as i said it's really just a party <laughs> it's just a <laughs> little sober party we have a lot of fun sometimes we stay for three hours on those zooms so um So, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out. It's uh, it's very helpful and it's going to make the journey much more, um, if not easier, maybe enjoyable, you know. It is. It's like one of those parties that
0: you really dread going to because you don't know anybody and -hmm. you're thinking, this is going to be a nightmare, and you go home and you say, that was the best time I have (laughs) had in ages, and I'm not alone, and they get me, and wow, I really enjoyed talking to that person because they just understand. And we do. So listeners, yeah. us take care. And like and- for,
1: yeah. No, sorry. I'm going to stop talking here. <laughs> Could go no, on. No, 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 please. No, no, no. I was going to say goodbye, but if you've got something to add, go on. No, well, I just wanted to say another shout out to the Zooms is like to, I, I used to do a lot of online therapy with like, um, with, you know, professionals um, and it was great, but uh, going on the Zoom has been 10 times better. <laughs> so <laughs> if that doesn't sell you on this community, I don't know what will. <laughs> And on that, I've only, all I've got to say
0: is just pull the poison down the sink listeners and I'll see you on the train. I'm going to pull into the station. Take care. And it has been a pleasure and go and check out and go and have a look around the website. There's some good stuff there. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.